Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Happy Monday, Edwin. Hey, Andrew, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, sir. How are you today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Are you still basking in the afterglow of 100 episodes in season two? Dude, I am so excited about that. This is episode 101, and when we were recording episode 100, didn't even realize we were doing it, and then... Because we're just in the work, man. We're in the word, we're in in the the work. In the zone. But anyway, that's a pretty big deal. We're excited about it. We're excited about all of our listeners who have been sharing the word about this podcast. We appreciate it when you rate it, when you when you send it to somebody else. And we appreciate hearing from you. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. For episode 101, we're looking at Psalm 21. Yes. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. O Lord... In your strength the king rejoices, and in your salvation how greatly he exults. You have given him his heart's desire, and have not withheld the request of his lips. For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. He asked life of you. You gave it to him, length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation, splendor and majesty you bestow on him, for you make him most blessed forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence, for the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High he shall not be moved. Your hand will find out all your enemies, your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them as a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among the children of man. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise mischief, they will not succeed, for you will put them to flight. You will aim at their faces with your bows. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Powerful psalm. Wonderful. This one also is attributed to David, a psalm of David. And so I guess the first place I'd say is all of these references to the king, probably David, right? Talking about himself as king. I would think so. And God's answering of his <laughs> prayer and delivering him. You know, this may be one of those places where folks would point out that of David does not necessarily mean that David wrote it, but rather written in honor of David or hmm. for David or to David. And so whether David wrote it, which certainly by inspiration, he's allowed to write the Psalms that demonstrate this Thanksgiving for the yeah. king's victory, but it might also have been one of the Levites or of the house of Asaph, uh, even though it's not listed. I know there are some songs later that are directly attributed to them, but it could yeah, have been any of Asaph those folks. And Heman yeah, and, yeah, all yeah. those could have been any of those in honor of David. Here, here's what grabs my attention. Grabs my attention when I read what we studied last week, and then I come to this psalm. I remember that in Psalm 20, one of the requests for blessing in Psalm 20 and verse 4 was, May he grant you your heart's desire. And fulfill all your plans. And now we get to Psalm 21 2. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. So there was this blessing in Psalm 20, and now it is a thanksgiving. I think that's exactly what's happening. Though the words thank you are not listed in Psalm 21, Psalm 21 is a 
thanksgiving psalm. It's it's a psalm that seems to be in response to the blessing that was requested mm-hmm. in Psalm 20. Now, again, this is somewhat muted. Psalm 20 was not exactly a prayer. It's, it wasn't a prayer directly to God, but rather a, a blessing uttered over the king, which, mm-hmm. of course, was calling on God. Sure. It was basically, our prayer is that God will do all these things for you, right. even though the poem itself was not necessarily a direct, let's address God in prayer, please do this. Right. That's what it was. Right. It was requesting these blessings on the king mm-hmm. as he was heading out to battle. Mm-hmm. And now in Psalm 21, we have this, the king has come back from the battle, and everything that was requested by the king, God has done. He has given victory. He has preserved the king. The king survived the battle and has come back victorious. And so now the king is rejoicing in your strength, God, in your salvation, he greatly exalts. While that's not the words, thank you, that is thank you. This is acknowledging God and giving thanks to the Lord for the victory that he has worked in the king. No, I really appreciate you bringing that out and taking these as a as a set, as a pair then, makes that clear. And so there's that dialogue. And so whatever that voice is in Psalm 20, pronouncing this benediction and all the best for your, you know, your purposes, it's only appropriate then that that voice should rise up to say thank you. And in recognition, God heard your prayer, God delivered, God granted your requests. Well, back in chapter, oh no. You did not just say that. I almost said chapter 20. Yeah, you almost did. And we all know it is a psalm. Back in Psalm 20, thank you. In the 20th Psalm, in verse 5, may we shout for joy over your salvation. And now in 21, in your salvation, how greatly he exalts. The request was we want salvation from the Lord, deliverance, and victory. And when that happens, we will shout with joy. Wonderful. And when the victory comes, what do we have? Mm -hmm. Shouting with joy. Shouting with joy. Here's this psalm, an entire psalm written to express the joy and the praise and the thanksgiving for the victory that God had given. And a lot of judgment for the enemies. That's getting ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Well, that is getting ahead. Wow, this psalm goes from thank you, thank you to get them. (laughs) Wow. So this psalm is really interesting. In these two sections, there's the realization that God has given victory, but the story's not over. Okay, okay. And so as we look back at this victory that God has granted here recently, we realize that allows us to look forward okay. to the complete victory that God is going to be bringing against his enemies, mm-hmm. against the enemies of the king. And so there's there's the thanksgiving for looking back, and there's the building up of faith for looking forward. Mm-hmm. In fact, this probably helps us understand so many of the psalms. There's a lot of psalms that we've talked about that are in that interim period, mm-hmm. the period where we're walking in the wilderness, that right. period where in we're middle. in between the giving of the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. And it's psalms like this one that help us understand how those other psalms come to life, continue, and demonstrate faith, because... Those psalms, the ones where we have the lamentation, where it's really, really bad right now, Mm -hmm. why haven't you done anything about this yet? But I believe you will. Mm -hmm. This is one of the psalms that helps us understand why they were able to maintain their faith in those moments, is because they could look back. They knew there there had been victory. There had been moments where they understood, God is with me. Mm -hmm. I know he's with me. Here's the tangible evidence. Here's the victory. And so now I'm able to look forward. And in those other psalms, I think we've got the... the, um, remnants of this. We've got the evidence of of this kind of experience that allows those moments. 
Well, hey, so even as you're saying that, one of the things that that I'm seeing then or that I'm learning is the value of thanksgiving in building faith yes. for what is to come. Yes. That there that this psalm itself is demonstrating the value and the power of thanksgiving. That's preparation now, foundational now. Uh, in response to what has transpired, but but getting us ready for what lies ahead. If there is a pragmatic lesson, I think, from Psalm 21, it is the lesson of thanksgiving. Okay. And, and very practically, I need to be giving thanks, not just having an attitude of gratitude, mm-hmm. but, but, I, but actually, I like that. well, that's great. That's important. It's wonderful to have an attitude of gratitude, but not just, oh, the Lord knows I'm thankful. I actually need to give thanks. Thanks. Okay, I need so to hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down. Okay, slow down. I'm slowing down. I'm so, slowing down. You're saying it's not just enough that in my heart I'm a generally thankful attitude that, that we need to express, we need to verbalize Thanksgiving like, like we see in a psalm? I think we should. And okay. in fact, I want to recommend that we make that a regular habit. Okay. Uh, you know, you and I have talked before. There's a wonderful story. Well, I say wonderful. It's actually kind of a sad story in the New Testament, in the life of Jesus, when 10 lepers come to him in Luke chapter 17, and, and these 10 lepers ask for mercy, they ask for healing, and Jesus basically gives it to them, but but he does it in a weird way. He doesn't just heal them while they're there. He says, go, yeah. go show yourself to the priest. And on the way they were healed, and only right. one returned to give thanks. Yeah, so here in Luke 17, verse 10, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. Then they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And his question is, where were the nine? Where were the nine? I'm here to tell you, I have actually uncovered okay. where the nine were. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. In... in uh, they went back to Galilee because it said they were from Samaria and Galilee, and, and only the Samaritan came back and said, "Think." And 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 maybe the Dead Sea Scrolls or someplace like that, we find a record that says, "Here's where they were." Now, don't kid about that, because I got a book on the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> I will fact check this, buddy. You, you can fact check it. Here's here's what I think. Here's here's the other nine. You ready? I think here's what happened to those other nine. One of them said, "Number well, one." He, number one says he knows I'm thankful. I don't have to say it. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two, he says, I was getting better anyway. From leprosy. Well, you know, I mean, I think that's an excuse sometimes we make. We make a request of God and, and uh, you know, well, we knew it was going to turn out anyway, so we don't give thanks. Uh, all right, all right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Number three. Okay. I was the one who went. Jesus didn't do anything. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why, why thank him for something I did? That's exactly right. I, I mean, he told me, go show yourself to the priest. I did that. I did the work. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, number four. I think number four looked around and said, no one else gave thanks. 
Now, I think that one's interesting. I know you might say, well, yeah, but one of them did give thanks. I know, but when we look around and we see the majority don't, mm-hmm. we just kind of go along with them and we tell ourselves these stories. It's very easy to go along with crowds, I will say that. It is. And I think that's interesting because number five actually noticed the Samaritan and he said, well, the Samaritan gave thanks for us. <laughs> Thanksgiving by proxy. That's exactly right. Number six, well, if I don't have leprosy now, I must have never had it. Uh-huh. So I have no reason to give thanks. I was mistaken about that. I was mistaken. I think number seven probably said, the priest healed me. Oh, because he went and showed himself to the priest. Well, yeah, he was going to go show himself to the priest. I don't know that it was Jesus. It was probably the priest. I think number eight, he he wanted to be thankful, but he said, I'm not sure this will last. Mm. So he wanted to wait and make sure that it would stick before he was going to go be thankful. Uh, And then number nine, I think he intended to give thanks, but he just said, oh, I'll go thank Jesus later. And he just never got around to it. I think that's a big one right there. I think that's a big one. Now, obviously. Renewed in life, you know, got so busy doing other things, being all healed and clean and whatnot, forgot to go say thank you. No kidding. Now, obviously, none of that came from the Dead Sea Scrolls. I made all that up. (laughs) So, But it seems to me an an exercise in thinking through, okay, what, what are the roadblocks to our Thanksgiving now, and and expressing Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. We, we might say, well, I'm, I'm kind of thankful in my heart, but you're saying, no, be th- express be Thanksgiving. thankful. And I think that's what Psalm 21 demonstrates, that when God gives the victory, when God, when, when I make the request large or small, and it turns out the way I asked for it to turn out, I need to not make excuses. I need to get back on my knees and I need to give thanks. You know, even as you're saying that, it's it's making me reflect for a moment on some of the hymns that we sing when we come together corporately. And, you know, that there are songs like, I know there's some kind of a camp song called Thank You, Lord. Mm-hmm. But, but a lot of our hymns, I don't know, I think they're a little light on Thanksgiving. I wonder if the reason for that is simply because we see Thanksgiving as a specific. And how do you write a gen- generic general song about specific instances. So most of yeah. the songs end up being more praise. Well, they really are. And, and there's nothing wrong with praise songs, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. And, and I guess when we praise God for being benevolent, praise God for being a giver, that's a kind of a thanksgiving. Yeah. But I guess what, what I find interesting is here the psalmist certainly has a deliverance in mind. It prompts a song. And yet it is a fantastic song in perpetuity right. for us to take as a model for Thanksgiving. Maybe there's a lesson there about even writing a song of a, a particular Thanksgiving that would be... That can then be used correct, in settings. Helpful yeah, to other people in other settings. great idea. All you songwriters out there, give us some Thanksgiving songs. Yeah. And all you subscribers and listeners out there, let us know what you're reading, what you're learning. We'd love to hear from you. You can write us at texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. We're going to be continuing this week in conversations about Psalm 21. We'd love to hear from you what you're learning. Andrew, why don't you wrap us up with prayer? Our great God, Father, we are so thankful that we can come to you in prayer and mindful, Father, of your deliverance to us physically and spiritually. In so many ways, you hear our prayers and you answer them in affirmative ways and you bless us and we are grateful. We pray, Father, that as we search out our hearts and and begin to attempt to number your blessings, that we would not let different roadblocks get in the way to keep us from expressing to you thanksgiving. Uh, Father, that we might be thankful in all things because you give us all good things. We praise you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. 
I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Happy birthday to you. Man, that's fantastic. <laughs> You're three weeks late, but that was fantastic. I mean, I I know that when people are hearing this, it's not your birthday. No. <laughs> they knew it when it was my birthday. I know, I know. But when we're recording this, it's your birthday. That's so right. I just had to say that. All that's right. right. You can start this episode off now. Okay, great. <laughs>